It's always a joy and a pleasure to be in this house. There's a, there's a spirit of, 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 of greatness in this house, spirit of excellency in this house, the spirit of worship and praise. There's just a beautiful atmosphere in this house. And I want to greet everybody in the whole world who are watching this podcast. We are broadcasting from Soshanguve, one of the greatest towns in South Africa. If you happen to visit South Africa, ask those people to bring you to Soshanguve, to Shama. Don't forget that. Church of Excellency. Shall we pray? Father, we want to welcome your presence this morning. We know that you're already here. But we just want to say, take the liberty to teach us. We're standing here as, as, as vessels. We want you to fill us up. We, 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 we desire your nourishment. We understand that without you, we are nothing. And with you, we can conquer everything. And this morning, we ask you to be the teacher of the word. As the Bible says, the word is like a two-edged sword. As it goes, it cuts. As it comes back, it cuts. Let the word of God cut everything that does not belong to you. Let it cut off everything that wants to destroy your people. Father, your word is like a hammer that breaks rocks in pieces. Let the word of God come this morning to break every rock that wants to destroy our lives. Every rock that wants to be a hindrance. Every rock that wants to be a stronghold, let it be destroyed this morning by your word and by your spirit. Father, we thank you and we honor you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Today I'm just going to, you know, if you did not come to church last week and you did not watch on Facebook last week's message, please go look at that message, Yamrut. Pastor, you did a great, you laid a solid foundation and I'm going to be picking up from where you left off so if I'm missing you it means you need to go back to the foundation and check what Muruti shared last week go to that Facebook page check that message it was a fully loaded message so I'm just going to pick up from where Muruti left off and I'm going to share about the stages of marriage and all of us you'll find yourself exactly where you are right now you'll find the bus stop that you are in some of us, we miss communication because of some, your partner is in one bus stop, you are in a different one. So you, you need to find each other. You, you, you need to get to where your partner is. So I'm going to be sharing the stages of marriage. And, you know, in sharing these stages, there are almost seven of them. And Muruti touched a lot on the first one, which is, you know, the, the dating space. Remember, in your mind already you see something negative. And the whites, babies are dating. So it sounds good. I'm dating. Oh, no problem. No, my son is dating. My son, what? Yeah. <laughs> so Muruti touched on that and he, he, he mentioned, you know, a lot of important things that you need to watch out for when you are in a dating space. Okay? And, you know, one of the things that you need to be aware of when you are dating, you know, we call it the engagement space. 
or the engagement phase where somebody engages you. You know when a car is on neutral, it can't go forward or backward. You need to engage it. You put it on gear one or reverse. Then you have engaged the car. So when you are still with somebody, I'm talking to the singles now, when you are with somebody and, you know, you're still dating, but they have not yet engaged you. How do you know that somebody has not yet engaged you? They are not introducing you to their families. They are not introducing you to any friend. You are still neutral. They're still checking you. They're sizing you up. So be careful. Where, where are you right now? What stage are you in? And now here's the thing. When somebody is engaging you and they, 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 they want to quickly take you to the bedroom, you must know it's a red flag. Hello, am I talking to somebody? It's a red flag. Bausak, I want to talk to my sisters this morning. How many of you have driver's licenses? Did you go to the driving school? Did you buy the car that they taught you how to drive with? Why? So when somebody wants to test drive you or use you as a driving school car, he won't buy you. He will never marry you. He will marry somebody else because already he knows how this car drives. Okay? Avoid that space. He was an athlete from the beginning. So don't entertain him. All right? So make sure you don't allow somebody to take you to the bedroom before they address the issues of Lobola with your parents, before you get married. Sex is one of the most beautiful creativities of God, but it can be bitter and sour if it's done outside of marriage. That's why the Bible says sex before marriage is a sin. And lack of sex is marriage is also a sin. All right? So you make sure that... Amen. You need to have sex in marriage. It's a glue that bonds us together. God uses it for procreativity, but also to bond us together because there are liquids that are being shared. There's fluids that we share when we, we make love to our spouses. That connects us to those people. So it's a bonding chemical for marriage. But for before marriage, it becomes a poison. Any fruit that you can eat before its time, it has an aftertaste. All right? So be careful. Be careful. You know, I, I strongly believe that God wanted Adam and Eve to partake of the fruit that was in the middle of the garden, but at the right time. So they did it prematurely, and it destroyed them. Okay? So life is lived by cycles. Look at the sun. It has a cycle. Look at the moon. It has a cycle. When it comes to women, God reminds women every month that you are living in a cycle. Every month, God reminds them. It's a physical reminder. And now, women have something called PMS, premenstrual syndrome. A smart woman knows that when this day is about to come, there are emotions that are happening that I can't control. You know, there are hormones that are changing in my body. And I need to be so smart and learned to know how to maintain and manage them. But an unwise one, overly moods, you funny stuff because of that. It shows that she does not understand that she's living in a cycle. Amen? Amen. So we have an, the smallest is an hour cycle. And if your cycle is in, within an hour, it proves that you are, you are asleep. And I'm going to explain that. It's just a sign that you are not awake. If everything can 
in every hour you have a particular challenge repeating itself. You have a particular thought coming over and over within an hour. You are in an hour circle. And it's just a sign that you are unaware. You are unconscious. You are on autopilot. All right? Then we have 24-hour cycle. Some people, they have struggles that happens on a daily basis. Every 24 hours, there's a particular struggle that you have. It, it, could, it could be anger. It could be, you know, frustration. You, you, you fight with people. Every hour, you have that cycle that is happening. And because of you are not awake, it, it, it keeps repeating itself. Okay? And then you have a monthly cycle. They know what I'm talking about. It's a monthly cycle. Every month you, you, you get your salary on the 15th, 25th, or 30th, and you know when the money is going to end, and you know who you are going to call to, to, to supplement you for the remaining days. So it's a cycle. And because you're not smart, you can't come out of it. You can't save money so that you break the cycle. Right? Am I still talking to the right people? So we're living in cycles. Even in your marriage, in your relationships, check the people you are attracting. It's a cycle. You, you can dump this one, but the next one will still have the same issues. It's a cycle. And a cycle, you know how to break a cycle? It requires a seed or knowledge or information. Because the word of God is a seed. The word of God is like a spam. When you sleep with a woman and then you drop that spam, it, then it stops the one-month cycle to nine months. It pushes it to nine months. That's how you break a cycle. That's how you stop a cycle. So when you receive knowledge, knowledge stops a particular cycle in your life. Hello? Are we still together? Good. Now, now that you've discovered that, now that there are, there are different stages, and I've spoken about the engagement stage, check the people who always date you. They are a particular cycle. If they are abusive, you will find that you find abusive people always. Right? If they are liars, they, you find people who are lying to you always. Now, how do you recognize or, or or, or, or get clarity to say, I'm attracting this type of people, and how do I stop this cycle? Right? There's a scripture in 1 Corinthians uh, 15. Can you just beam it for me? 1 Corinthians 15, 34. First Corinthians 15, 34. It says, Awake to righteousness and sin no more. What is God saying? Awake to righteousness and do not sin. For some do not have the knowledge of God. I speak to your shame. Lack of knowledge is a shame. He says, awake unto righteousness. What are you awaking from? You are awaking from a program. Remember that when we were born from age zero, to seven, which is around 2,500 days of your life, the first 2,500 days of your life, you were being programmed. There was a software that you were programmed with. If you grew up from a home where people were angry, there's a software of anger in you. Okay? If you grew up from a poverty background, there's a software in you that has been programmed. Even if you can prosper and make a lot of money, but if this program was not uninstalled, you will still be a poor billionaire. Because poverty is not the absence of money. Poverty is a thinking. It's a scarcity mentality. That's what poverty is. 
That is where people can win 50 million and squander it in two years and become paupers again. Because of remember what an, what an autopilot does, Murut. The pilot can leave the cockpit and just click on that autopilot. That thing will take it straight to the, its destination. Even if there can be a turbulence, that takes it off course. That thing has signals that will pick it up and bring it back to course. So that tells you that even if you become a billionaire, if that software is not removed, it will bring you back to your poverty again, nicely to protect you. Hallelujah. So that's the first stage of marriage. I'm speaking to singles. That's your first stage of, 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 of relationship whereby you discover who you are. What is the software that is inside of you? What, what did they use to program you? Okay? And I'll explain it further. But I want to jump to the second stage, which is the wedding stage. This is the stage of commitment. You have now moved. Now, if you are still dating, you are not yet married, go look for counseling. Go for premarital counseling. Go get assistance. You will not regret for the rest of your life to spend that money to invest on your life. People spend thousands on a wedding day and they prepare nothing for marriage. And they come into marriage with high expectations and low preparation. And they fail in marriage because the Bible says, if you fail in the day of challenge, then your strength is small. That word strength connotes knowledge. Okay? The schooling system has taught us how we, we, we graduate from one cycle to the other. We're talking elevation right now. From one cycle to the next cycle of your life. How do you go there? You, have, you need a test. You can't go there without a test. You need to be tested. So the schooling system teaches us how they test competency. That are, are you really competent in this level? Can we take you to the next level? And now Bantu education has failed us by pushing, they, they condone you. You, are not, you have not finished your cycle, they condone you to the next one. It's a strategy for failure. They condone you. Before you know it, we are all stuck at metric because they can't condone you anywhere now. And that's where relationships are. Yeah, they've been condoning you. So we are busy condoning something wrong. To go to the next level. Okay? Now, we can't go forward because of we've been condoned all our lives. We are not competent. Bible says, my people are destroyed because of lack of knowledge. He says, because you reject knowledge, I'm also going to reject you and reject your children. So, for the first time, we see God equating himself with knowledge. And then, you know, churches like this, you must respect Muruti for allowing you every year to give you knowledge on relationships because that's where a lot of us fail. Muruti, we honor you. We honor you. Yes. We honor you. Not every pastor can do this. No. Pastors preach tithe. Right. 
But for who are longer life here? No, they don't care. You find a man who cares about your life, then you know that you found a father. Amen. That is why a father, even when they kidnap his child and say they want one billion, doesn't care about the money, he cares about the child. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So, moving from the, 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 this is the commitment stage, the wedding stage. That's, that's where we commit ourselves. And that is where we need more knowledge about what marriage is. Marriage is a house that belongs to God. He's the architect of that house. The husband is the main contractor of that house. He's the builder. The wife is the subcontractor. That's why it talks about submission. You submit your competency to this marriage. That's submission. Submission has to be about No, submission is what do you bring into this marriage. That's about submit your CV. So that we should know what you're carrying. What are your competency? What are you bringing into this relationship? We're not No, no, bring in, submit. Submit your CV. That's where submission. That is why when the main contractor, which is the husband, after he builds the house, he's going to look for somebody who has expertise in fitting the windows, the doors, the ceilings. Those are subcontractors. And when you look at the house, the house is divided into two. It has its female and its male form. The bricks, God formed the man. Those are bricks. And he fashioned the woman. When you get inside of the house, you find fashion in the house. You buy a bed, your wife buys eight pillows. That's fashion. God fashioned a woman. But he formed a man. So a woman is an upgraded version of a man. Okay? So a woman should come in carrying something. And now, you know, religion has taught us to come empty-handed. It's like, ele fella fella. No, don't come ole fella fella. That is why it is important. Last year when I spoke to the singer, I said, go develop yourself. You'll be disrespected in marriage. But when you come carrying something, you say, I can put in ceilings. I can fit ceilings. I can fit in the kitchen unit. I can do this, I can do this. So you, you are submitting your CV to this house that God being the architect. And he's also the foundation of the same house. Nobody sees the foundations, but the, the, the strength, the height, and the longevity of the building proves that there's a strong foundation. So God is the unseen part of the house. They see what the men and the women have done. And that's why we give him praise. So, this is the part where we, commitment is tested. And here's a secret. How you live determines how you are going to live. I got to work on living and living and becoming. Forget about the becoming. That's too far. We're still talking about the living. The Bible does not say that, therefore shall a man dump his parents. No. It says, therefore shall a man live. 
All right? Muruti, you know about aircraft. You know when an aircraft, it will have a job. It will have a US. It depends on the tower or our tum. They are the ones that tell him that lower your altitude, increase your speed, because they, protect, they can see the whole sky. You see nothing. They see the whole sky. So your parents from the beginning are the ones that you should live properly. They usher you into the air. They launch you into the air. Now, once you are in the air, there has to be a handover. OR has to communicate with Dallas to say there's an aircraft that is coming your way. So that they can pick you up from their radar to say, okay, we have found him. So OR lets you go, Dallas picks you up. You don't dump. When you dump, you are lost. That's why aircraft can get lost. But an aircraft is lost. Why? Because of it left the tower of OR before they pick it up from Dallas that it's coming. Am I talking to the right people here? How well you live determines how well you live. If you've dumped your mother, you'll also dump your wife because of you did not live well. Hallelujah. Amen. Right, let's move to this, the, the third stage. Now, this is one of the most difficult stages in marriage, the discovery stage. After the honeymoon, after, you know, you've danced and did all the things and the cow died and the chickens... And we went for honeymoon and we are back. Then we get into the discovery stage. The discovery stage is like a tree. You know, during summer, a tree has so many leaves that you can't see all the branches. But when autumn comes, the leaves start falling. You discover there are branches you ne never knew they were there. So, Ausaka. They did not deceive you. It was like a, a worship. No, 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 no. You were, you were not deceived. You were not deceived. Yeah. Those branches were there. They did not come out when the heat comes. They were there. The leaves covered it. The Bible says love, love covers a multitude of sin. Right? So, there are, there, are, there, are, there are branches which are covered by love. You can't see them until heat comes. When, when, when winter hits, that's where you start to discover those branches. Okay? And, you know, it, 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 it's one of the most, this is one of the most difficult stage in marriage. And a lot of people divorce right there. Because it, it, it's a learning stage. It's a developmental stage. That's a stage, you know, a cake. A cake can remain a dough if it does not want to go through heat. The only thing that makes dough to be cake is heat. Okay? So, you ask all the people who are baking. After they've mixed all the ingredients, all the nice ingredients, the last thing that's left is, is the fire. What people call irreconcilable differences, that's heat that you need to go through. 
Ask all the people who are weightlifters. They don't do it laughing. <laughs> no, no, there's work. They sweat. Their faces don't look nice because of the pressure to develop those muscles. Just like giving birth, you don't find a woman giving birth and taking selfies. No. Never. Never. That's the most difficult space in marriage, the discovering stage. You were not deceived. To say, no, he did not tell all the truth. Now I discovered, no, no, they were there. You were too excited. You were too excited. So you, 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 you did not look into, and let me give you some of these things that we discover in marriage. So you, you require a lot of stamina in this stage, the discovery stage. There's a, that you need a lot of stamina because one of the things that we discover, Muruti, is temperaments. Right? Temperaments. You know, the, how many of you have done a disc profiling about your temperaments? Okay? No, it's fine. We'll talk to Muruti. We'll do it one day. Temperaments tells you about, are you a driver? Okay? Or are you an influencer, a supporter? or a critical thinker, or a compliant. And let me just give you simple, just a simple explanation of this thing so that you have an idea. A driver, these are people who, if you want to push a project, let's say it's a building project, you give it to the drivers. Because the drivers are the people, they, they, they work with timelines, those are drivers, okay? And you have your influencers. Influencers are, are happy people, excited people. They are social media people. We talk about building, they already placed it on social media. Before we can even finalize it, it's already on social media. Okay? And here's a challenge with, 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 with your influencers is that because they are happy people, they are easy to buy in and easy to buy out. Okay? They, they, they can come with brilliant ideas and then on Monday when we come, they are not there. Okay? An influencer is somebody, when you say we are here at 10 o'clock, at 10 o'clock, they are still on the way, but they are next to social governor. They are still on time, according to them. And if you are a husband who is a compliant, a critical thinker, because critical thinkers, they keep time. If you say 10 o'clock, quarter to they are here, and you are married to an influencer, somebody who thinks 5 past 10 is still 10 o'clock, then you'll be fighting in that marriage. You hear me, no? Now, then you have your supporters now. Supporters are those people, they are good people. These are people who can commit. They don't commit easy. They are like a truck. If you push them to start, it might take you time. But once they start, you can't stop them. Okay? These are supporters. You know, when there's a project, we discuss a project, the drivers will say, when do we start? Those are your drivers. The influencers will say, I'll do a post. Okay? Then your compliance will say, who has done this before? Your compliance, they live in the past. They live with records. They want states, you know, they, they want stats to say, who has achieved this before? They live by stats. And if you are married to that person, you can think they are the devil's advocate to say, ah, when I write it, it's a pillar when. We're trying to do this. You are, you, are, you are discouraging me. You are bringing figures. Those are your accountants. Now your supporters, these ones, Kevalabar will pray about it. 
But once you get them right, they are like the, the, the gears in your car. Your first gear, it's, it, it's your drivers. They can move a car from standstill. Okay? Then gear number two are the influencers. They are full of energy. If you want to do a party, call them. They become the party. They are gear number two. They can't start project, but they can put fire when a project has started. Your third gear are your compliance. Those ones, they deal with, with data. They want data. Then the last one, the cruising gear are your supporters. So you can't start a project with cruisers. Right? You start with drivers. So when a driver is married to a support, they have a problem in the house. Because this one will start the project, but this one will find it later. And now you'll be fighting with somebody that they don't have that enthusiasm. No, no. Push the car until it starts. They will connect. Does it give you sense? So these are things you discover when you're inside of marriage. That, oh, my word, I'm, 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 I'm married to a complaint. And your influencers, they, 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 they talk a lot. They take a lot. And let, let me give practical examples so that you should understand what I'm talking about. Your driver is somebody that when they go to the ATM and they find people queuing for an ATM machine and there's another ATM machine but nobody's there, a driver will pass all these people without greeting them and to check whether it's working. And he draws his money and goes. That's a drive. Okay? Your influencers, they find the same people queuing for the same ATM. They will greet them with, hello, how are you? Did you check this machine? Is it working? And then they will go and check and then. Okay? And then because you are a compliant, you married to this influencer, say, oh, last hour, how are you? People are waiting and then you want to go. So you'll fight over those temperaments. So a compliant and a supporter, they will find that queue, they will wait on that queue. Even if that machine is working, they will wait on that queue until because they comply. They support. Are we going somewhere? So this assist, this is a discovery stage. That's where you discover who am I married to. Okay? So, and, and I don't know how God does it. And I've been counseling for over 15 years. I don't know how God does it. We've never met a couple who are sharing the same temperament. I don't know how God does it. He always, that's why opposites attract each other. So he always put them in opposite. But that's what diversity is all about. And our diversity is our strength. Once you discover that, our diversity becomes our strength. Study proves that 60% of the challenges of marriage, they don't go away. 60, that's too much. 60% of our challenges, they don't go away. The people you call happy in marriage, they are those who have overgrown those issues. They've learned to coexist with those things. When you marry a person, you marry them with their irritations. You have just inherited those irritations. When you say I do, you've just married those irritations. They are yours now. You've inherited them. Right? Have you seen the ocean? When it drops, you can see rocks. They did not grow because the ocean went down. They were there, but you could not see them. So people who overcome rocks, they just fill up the water. 
right? Now, some of the, 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 the discoveries that we find in this space, it's upbringing. Upbringing is very crucial. Remember, there was a software. I, I said I'll explain it, but this is the time I need to explain how you were programmed as a child. That scripture says, awake unto righteousness. It says, come out of the program. When you are out of the program, you are conscious. The only time you are alive is when you are conscious. When you are asleep or dead, you don't know whether you are alive or dead. When you are asleep, you are unconscious. Right? The only time when you are conscious is when you are awake. Awake unto righteousness. What is righteousness? Righteousness is rightly relating with what God says you are. That's righteousness. So when you are awake, you are rightly relating with God. If God says you are prosperous, you are rich, you are handsome, and then somebody says you are ugly, and you start crying, you are unrighteous. You've stepped out of righteousness. Okay? So you need to be awake. You need to, 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 to be conscious. Okay? So, when you are conscious, you, you have stepped out of the program. What is a program? A program is the marriage that you saw when you were growing up. Let me give an analogy of somebody who, who grew up from a broken home. You know, raised by a single mother. Let me use a woman and I'll, I'll come to the man. Raised by a single mother. Now, this poor girl never saw a woman submitting to any man. Then she gets married. She's a Christian. She loves the Lord. Speaks in tongues. She's just a lovely Christian. She gets married. Yeah, she's fine. She gets married. Now, when she's married, because submission, it's a foreign concept. She never experienced that. So, she does not have that software. You can't force a phone to do what it does not, has not been programmed to do. It does not have that, that software. Okay? So, she has a software of not knowing how to submit to a man because the mother never, there was no father figure. The mother was just alone. And the mother was also bossing the boys around. And the, 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 the girl saw his brothers being bossed around by the mother. And she says, this is the right thing to do. And she comes into marriage. And you start a building project. Then she takes over the project. And then one girl and that, oh, no. It's because this woman does not know how to submit. Not that she's disrespectful. I want to help you. Not that she's this, she does not know. And the Bible says, husbands, it says, wives, submit unto your own husband as unto the Lord. That's the simplest part. The difficult part is husband, love your wife as Christ loved the church who laid down his life for the church and also washes the church with the water of his word. If you see somebody washing clean clothes, you know they are mad. Hello? No, we are not going to be able to do that. We are not going to be able to do What do you think about this person? Something is not right here. So, you wash something which is unclean. Meaning, our wives come with impurities. And it's the duty of the man to wash that wife. It's your duty. It's your duty. I was speaking in a men's conference. You know, there's a, there's a Psalm, I think 138 or 139, where the Bible says, his wife will flourish in his courts. 
like the vine tree. How does a vine tree flourishes? By you putting structure, then the vine overshadows the structure so that it can be fruitful. So come to me. I don't want to come to your house. Go put a structure in. Go put a structure. The vine will flourish. On top. Go to Cape Town and see the vineyards. How they put structure and those grapes to support Muruti. You are not supporting this poor woman. You are criticizing her and you expect her to, 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 to flourish in your own courts. Why does God put so much weight on the man? God is the head of Christ. Christ is the head of a man. The man is the head of the wife. So the man should constantly hear Christ, who is his head. Then your wife will hear you. I don't I don't, because I know what I'll find when I get to your house. I won't find structure. So when you go back home and become that structure, and you know what causes lack of structure? Is the, the, the husband who was raised by a single woman. I love mothers. They taught us everything, but they can't be men. That's why we have a lot of men in the church particularly who are women of God. Do we know that a man is a woman of God? Always gossiping, always complaining, talking things that are talked by women. You know that I have a woman of God here. Hello. So these are the effects of a broken home. And why am I saying this? I'm saying to us who are married, if you consider divorce, consider these things. Because now we, we, we have women who are disrespectful, disrespectful wives. Not by choice, but by becoming, they were victims of a foundation, mom. They were victims. And as a man, you need to assist that person. You are married to somebody who needs help. And these are the things that you could have found if you went for help, if you went out to seek counsel. But because we are too in a hurry, we are hasty to go to the bedroom. These are not serious matters. Every stage, so say jumping, was That is why you find men. Muruti, Baba Tsurenge, a midlife crisis, a man of my age, 55, because of what jumpy stage. Now, stage is a catch up in the Now, jumpy stage. Now, the stage, you, you can't, you can't, you can't, you can't cheat the stage. It will find you. It's a principle, it will find you. That is why you find men of my age, 55, I find you attractive. That's foolishness. 
That's foolishness. Naba nyana ba teti yes. I can't murutu bless gadi teju. Haba katake go Allah yo bias. Start up one or two tomu who ready the moves. Must stop a quickly get ish. Can I have problem my reaction? I get so heavy. You know why older men, after they divorced and married a younger girl, they die early? Do you know why? <laughs> you can't put new wine in an old wine skin. It will burst. When one round one cool round. Sometimes I will faith in the name of Jesus. You just sleep. It's okay. And now you want to go down. We lost start afresh. This is a child, Mamuruti. They are full of energy. They want to play at night. Remember that as we grow, our wives, they lose estrogen and they need to drink the supplements. And they lose a testosterone, which we can supplement it. But even after we supplement, it won't work as we used to be before. We how kilometers as a performer like before. Now you smart, you find this young girl because the wife has passed on her. I don't get home appeal again. Yes, yes. Shapake hata teg. Afiki lengo na munyan. Now tena tena so ah. Our Jaifisa wish you all would so Manguela Sadumela Mamurutu Arasaka Nako Aosakono Melon Tusi. My wife and I, we spoke. If, if it happens, you go before me. What's going to happen? I can't Because I was So we were speaking. So, sweetie, what's going to happen? If God reminds you first, I'm going to find somebody in my age of 45 upwards. They have gone through challenges. I wrote the same applies to her. If God remembers me first, she must find somebody as well from 45 upwards. Because less than 45, I'm telling you, you won't sleep. And this, this baby girl or baby boy is going to bust your heart and will bury you before your time. Amen. Check the obituary survived by a wife, survived by a woman. I will not survive because Vanyana, they are very strong. All right, so the discovery phase it's, it, it, it's a very interesting space, but it's also a learning space. Now, from that phase whereby you've discovered all these things, a lot of people they become angry, they think I was deceived, they think a lot of things, and they become so angry and so bitter, even as Christians. Okay, and now we move to the next phase, the fourth stage, which is perseverance. This is the learning phase. This is where we develop character. 
character is developed in this stage whereby you have now found out who this person is, what are you doing with it? You start learning. We ask questions. We get clarities. That's where we seek help. And from the persevering stage, a lot of people, you know, we persevere, but they did not taught us what do you persevere in marriage? Persevere into everything, abuse. Verbal abuse, emotional abuse, physical, we don't, we don't persevere those things. When we do counseling, somebody's physically beating you. We call the police, but I'm a counselor in prison. in prison because of another distraction. Okay? So the perseverance stage is a developmental stage. That's where now you, 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 you have the understanding of temperaments. How do I connect to a, a, an influence? How do I relate to a driver? How do I relate to a supporter? You, you, you start to learn those things. But the process of learning, because it takes time, you have to persevere. And that's why this stage is called a perseverance stage. All right? Moving on to the fifth stage. This is the repairing stage. Remember during the discovery and the perseverance, things were broken. We've hurt each other. Things were lost. Things were broken. Trust it was broken. You know, love was broken. Communication was broken. Because when, when Bazaran was angry, you know they speak in tongues in church. But when they're at home, when things are bad, ah, look at what Is this that tongue talker? Because of it's hot. And when it's hot, that's where you discover that what you thought was a stick. Actually, it was a snake when things are hot. Ask Paul. Paul was gathering sticks, and when he threw them into the fire, a snake erupted, which he thought was a stick. So, things erupt when there's heat, and you need that heat in marriage. You can say dodge. You require that heat. It's going to elevate you to that person of character. That's why you don't eat raw meat. You put it on fire. You don't know what that meat is going through for you to enjoy it. Yeah, so when you want people to enjoy you in marriage, you have to go through fire. They bend that disrespect in you. Are we together? So the repairing stage, it's a stage where we seek for help. Now there are two things that happens. After this stage, Murut, when you go for assistance, and a lot of people think going for counseling, it proves that you are weak. No, actually you are strong. That's a sign of strength when you look for help. Okay? So people think, no, I can't go for help. The Lord is in me. He's my strength and my tower. But you want to divorce. Go look for help professional help. It's a sign of strength. Okay? So, when you, when you go look for help, you become a master. There are two groups. The other one is the one which is a disaster. That doesn't want to repair. So, there are two types of marriages. The masters and the disasters. How do you know that you are a master in your marriage? Is when you have a conflict. Remember, Jesus says two houses were built, but the other one was built on sand, and the other one was built on a rock. Rocks are principles. Okay? 
Sand is emotions and feelings. So how do you know that you are building on a rock or building on sand? The masters, these two people have same issues, same problems. The disasters and the masters, Mamurut, they have same problems, but their approach is different. What the masters do when they have a problem, the presentation is the key. Right? Let, let me use one example for both families. The issue of outing. How do the masters handle that issue? They will say, sweetheart, I think it has been three months now since you went out. I miss those times. I remember when we were in Artebius. So it was like the first day in our marriage. And they start to talk. I said, sweetheart, why don't you go next week? There was a complaint. But the presentation made it to be easier for it to be attended to. What about the disasters? Prison in this house. This is prison. I don't know when last did somebody eat steak. And then the disaster will answer. Go and eat it by yourself. Why do you want me to feed you steak? You can go and eat it, but those are disasters. So when you skip that stage of repairing, you fall into one of these two categories. And there are Christians who stay in a disastrous marriage, coming to church, worship and give and whatever, and you wonder why God is not even prospering you because the scripture says, if you give and you remember that I have something, we have an odd says, put it aside, don't give, put it aside, go make things right, and come and give. Because when you give and things are not okay, you will never see that, 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 that the reward of your giving. Even if you are the biggest giver, it will frustrate you on the way. You will start complaining about your giving because of you have not made things right with your partner. Now we together. So we have a lot of disastrous people. My wife and I, you know, we, we, we observe a lot of people because of we are therapists. Even in a, in a restaurant, we look at people. We are there, we, we connect, but we, we also check people to say, look at that table. They are sitting there. They've ordered food. When the food arrives, the first thing the wife does, clicks the food, and then they send it on, 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 on social media so that they can connect to people out there. And yet they are sitting with somebody they cannot connect to on the same table. Social media. So... They have 1,000 people who are clapping hands and one person is angry sitting across the table. Yeah, that person is going home with you. Those social media people, they don't even know what is happening, but oh, Pantu, happy. You just take. That's why it's so awesome. Do you know that food tastes good because of the mood? Study has proven that mood increases, enhances the taste of the food. That is why when we met with our wives, even when they did not know how to cook, the food was nice. Then later did not taste so good because we were angry at this person. But when you are happy, that food tastes good again. So check your mood with your spouse. So we, we, we passed the disastrous stage. Let's go to the next. And you know, one thing about the disasters is that 
These ones, because they, they did not want to learn at the perseverance stage and the discovery stage, they start to be toxic. And the challenge with a toxic marriage, it affects the children without you knowing. That is why when a child does not perform at school, the first thing they want to know, how is home? Because remember, we are energy. We are energy. That is why when you enter this building, there's a lot of energy in this building. And even if you came angry, but that energy suppresses your anger. So when you go home in a, in a home that is very toxic, you know, you, 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 that anger, the energy hovers around the house and it affects your children. Then you produce angry kids. Okay. So we need to repair the trust, the honor, the respect, and that's what we call growth, but it takes willingness. You have to be willing to grow. Amen. Okay? Amen. Now stage number six is the prospering stage. The prospering stage is where everybody thought that after they say I do, they will jump straight into prospering. And when that is not happening, they feel like, no, no, this was a trap. No, this was a trap. Now was deceived. No, no, you were not deceived. You wanted to skip process. You have to go through those stages. You have to. You know, when we, Murut, if we were told, you have to go through the stages, I believe never handle with grace. Because ready, expect, or these things, they, they need to happen. They are coming. I, I, I need to expect. You know why Batsa could never test that before they can put it on the road? Batsa Mesa through bumpy roads. Have you seen a new car when they test it? They, 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 they give it a rough test so that it can survive the tests on the road. So if we were taught up front to say, guys, this is, this, these things, they will come, then it was going to assist us a lot. Even though we could not be 100%, but at least we, we, we would know that these things need to happen. I gave an analogy of a, of a heart. When you look at the heart on the monitor, it goes up and down. It's, if it goes like this, then a person is dead. It has to go up and down. It has to. It has to. Because if it does not happen, that, remember that we bond when, it, when we are up through good times and bad times, sickness and health, just like that. It, it goes like that. So we, we have to be careful that what are we doing when we are faced with challenges? The devil is not there. Did you hear me? When you're going through hard times, the devil is not there. It says when Joseph was in the pit, the Lord was with him. When he was in prison, the Lord was with him. The devil was not there. The Lord was with him. So when you go through problems, the Lord is with you. When your marriage is facing challenges, the Lord is with you. Stop those evil prayers. Get thee behind me, Satan. Saying it to your spouse. The devil is not there. You have to go through. That's why they call it a go through, a breakthrough. You go through these things. The cake does not stay forever in the oven. It has to come out so that it can be enjoyed. The meat does not stay longer on the bride stand. It will become ashes. So there's a time that you go into the heat, but there's a time you need to come out. 
and it requires knowledge. So on the prospering stage, that's where we collaborate. That's why people start business. That's what we call intimacy. Intimacy is not sex. Yes. Nearly intimate. No. <laughs> intimacy is a connection, a bond. It happens on the stage six of your marriage. That's where intimate. Intimacy simply means into me see. So I start to discover who I am in your heart. You discover who you are in my heart. And we start to collaborate and support each other because when God brought Pantin to my life, there were assignments that is still being complete. I need to complete them. That's where I give her support. She also gives me support. We collaborate. But you can't support somebody who's doing nothing. Get granted. Why are you supporting Murut? He's doing something. But if you are sitting and doing nothing, Murut, you are here to support you. He's doing nothing. Why is God giving so much weight on the man? Because the man is the head. I've said it. The man is the head. It's God, Christ, the man. The man is the head. The head has eyes. He has a vision. Yes, to hear God and your wife. There are two. The mouth to speak a blessing on the family. And the nose to discern whatever that can be seen or heard, but it's smelling. The last stage is mentoring. The mentoring stage, it's a stage whereby you are helping others through your experience. It's your selflessness you move from success to significance. You're no longer focusing on you. It's not all about me. And that's what Muruti is doing. His marriage is doing well. But Hari Lexara, but I born now. We've been there alone. Hey, hey. No. You've, you've moved from your own successes. Now you come to a place of significance where you leave a legacy. Legacy is not money. That's why the scripture says, therefore shall, it says, a man, a good man shall leave an inheritance of moral stability to his children's children. We've seen men living billions and the children squandering because there are no morals. We've seen that. We've seen people winning the lottery and squander the money within years. Because there, was, there were no morals. So what, 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 what a mentor does is developing character in the children. Hallelujah. Amen. Did you get something? Amen. I'm going to pray. And I'm going to ask couples who are going, you know, this is not the time to be shy. You know, people can judge you, but you know your story. And when people go to the doctor, they don't hide. They go daylight because they need help. If you are here in the house and you have a challenge in your marriage, kindly stand to your feet. I want to pray for you. I've been through what you are going through. I've been through the seasons. Even if you are single, you are in a relationship and you're not happy in that relationship and you want God to intervene. 
kindly stand to your feet as we are going to pray. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Manderebosha reko samayenderebesika la mayando robo zibalosha karama mekutarendo bozietes zabosha rande bebezia kalando robo siken mandabo shutarabasala mayente bebezika rababasha torobo sikarabayendo robo siyalamanda. The Bible says God is the God of all flesh. There's nothing difficult for Him. What you call difficult, it's a norm in the face of the Lord. So as you are standing, you are receiving grace to stand in that relationship. You are receiving grace to be a prosperer, to be a conqueror in your relationship. God is giving you special grace for your marriage, special grace for your relationship. Your heart has been broken into. And some of the things is because of your upbringing, is because of your background, where you come from, what the enemy did in your foundation. And the Lord is correcting that foundation right here, right now, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Even those who are watching online right now, I want you to stand up where you are right now or just raise your hand where you are right now. God is dealing with that relationship. He's dealing with that marriage. He's changing the software in the heart of your husband, in the heart of your wife. God is changing things. He's moving things around because of that cycle has been there for too long. And God is breaking that cycle right now in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus. Something new is happening right now in your life. There is knowledge, there's information that you have received. And God is going to assist you to apply it so that he can stop the cycle from a one-month cycle to a nine-month cycle in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Father, we speak goodness, we speak mercy, we speak favor in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. We give you all our glory and all adoration. In Jesus' holy name we pray. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Can we give God a big round of applause? Thank you, Jesus.